Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast. My name is Elton Price. We are back. Me with my co-host Brian Sittler. Welcome all. Hello. We missed you guys. Oh, it's killing me. Took some time off to review the office. Review the office. Review the whole thing. Spent some time on those Facebook groups. Yeah, man, those are fun, huh? Those are fun. Uh, they really, they really add a lot to my experience. What I like is the day. weekly question of like who hates Andy in the later seasons, or, or <laughs> who hates Robert California the most, or who hates Nelly. Who? Yes. They just they love to hate people they, in those groups. Well, you know, they got they they have to do that. I think it just sort of um, it it satisfies their own. Uh, mob mentality. And I know we'll talk about him as we get to some of the later episodes where we see oh, some yeah. new faces, but just offhand, is there anyone you I, hate? I, I can't... Oh, hate? Yeah. Oh, God. I, I was... I hate a lot about Robert California, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. I hate a lot about... Well, I hate a lot about Andy at the very start. Yeah. I mean, but he's supposed to be... He's supposed he's to be supposed to be like start, that. That's yeah. like on purpose. Like, who just rubs me the... Man... You know, I don't die. I definitely hated Nellie uh, in season eight. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Like, when she, like, takes Andy's job, like, mm-hmm. they make you want to hate her. And oh, then yeah. they bring her back to be sympathetic. They kind of did that with a lot of folks. And then yeah. and then they threw Andy to the wolves, basically, at hate after he came back, comes back in nine. Yeah, well, and I think that was partially because of the whole... Um, that, was, that had to do with the hangover, right? Yeah, because he, he was kind of, he took a bunch off. of time. Yeah. yeah, he took off. For hangover three. Yeah, I... Oh, God. I, I kind of hate, a little bit, part of me hates D'Angelo. Yeah. You know, I'm glad he was just on for that brief stint. I was I was relieved when he, and it was weird to, like, kind of be relieved to see Will Ferrell be taken out of a series that was one of my favorite series, but it just didn't work. Well, and I always talk about 30 Rock. It always comes back to that, because that's the other show for me that is such a, a rewatcher. Yeah. And he is so good on 30 Rock. He's only got a couple of appearances, a couple of special guest spots, but he's hilarious. Is he? So to have him be so terrible on... The Office, yeah. or just so unlikable. Because yes. I guess he's great. I mean, he, he plays that character like great. He plays it great. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't. He, he plays it great. He just I don't like his character really. Yeah. Except for the one line that could be a, a was it a babies that I don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the star of a show called Babies, babies I, don't I Don't Care, care About. about. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that was his peak right there. Yeah. And yes, there's gonna be a lot of hate to come, but uh, we don't hate. I don't hate them quite like those uh, those groups do. No. But, but they they keep me entertained. They're a fun read for sure. They are a fun read, and yeah. man, it, people get people get really uh, passionate on that. Which is cool, and I, I'm glad, especially because we're two people who are so passionate about it. It's nice to know that we're not alone. Yeah, that's true. In our weirdness. <laughs> we're not. But I guess they, that's true of anything. Anything you're into, you know there's a group out there for you. <sighs> that's why they call them fans. Exactly. Yeah. Weirdos. Today yeah. we are talking about episode uh, 15 of season two, yes. Boys and Girls. We are far away from Robert California, my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah so far okay. away. Um, we got another guy named Michael Scott to deal with. And, and, you know, something I was thinking about earlier is every episode at the end, we give like a final thoughts and we keep coming back to the words, great episode, great episode. And we are really in the period of the office where it's almost ridiculous to ask it because is. they are all great. They're all great episodes. Is there a bad episode in season two? I can't really think of one. Yeah. I don't to be honest with you. I know. Uh, speaking of those Facebook groups, you recently mentioned, I think murder was one of your least favorite episodes. Yeah. Murder. Uh, no. Six. No. Murder was okay. Oh, no, no. Was mafia. It? Mafia. No. Mafia is my six, least yeah. favorite episode. Yeah. It's it that one completely fell flat. Yeah. That's one of the only ones I can remember. I, I 
I used to skip Scott's Tots. It's not, it's not really a bad episode. It just yeah. makes me cringy, it's, it's cringy a, it's much. Cringy it made one, me feel sure. really bad, yeah. especially being a white person. Yeah. <laughs> it really brings out the white guilt. Scott's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's intense. Yeah. Uh, but, but Mafia is just kind of, I mean, it's just a bad stereotype. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, bad stereotype. I mean, they stereotype all the time yeah obviously in this but it just doesn't doesn't work it's such and, a dumb one and it's kind of, it is dumb and it's just over the top and jim and pam are gone yeah and i do like the i wait is that the one where where oscar calls jim on their yeah. honeymoon because the coalition of the sand the sane or something are waning it's, it's weak right now yeah yeah. It, yeah that's the best part in the whole episode yeah. other than that it's just like uh, and they, that's the same one where kevin Gets them to accidentally yes. stop Jim's right. credit card. Right. <laughs> that was kind of funny, but it's eh, I don't yeah. know. It just it, it just didn't. Especially coming off uh, was that right after it was right after Niagara. Yeah, and so it just was sort of like just down. a weird period in the yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, it was a weird period. But yeah, all these shows right now. I mean, it's just the cream of the crop. It and really is. The only one I can think of. It's not my favorite one. Like oh gosh, it's um, it's the one where they they all where Michael's uh. I can't remember the name on top of my head, but he's yeah. uh, uh, he's talking about uh, complaints they've given to HR. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, e- not email surveillance. Not no, email I... surveillance. Yeah. Um, it's like it's toward the end. It's like the second or third last one. That's the one, though, that season. has Jim going off that whole list of pranks he's played on Dwight. Yes, though. that's true. And that's a great that scene. That is true. That is a great scene. So, I mean, even amongst... Just amongst all the tall trees, that one is just sort of the slightly the shorter, slightly less the tall shorter, trees. But it's still like you, you put that in season eight, and it's like amazing. It would have been the best episode of the season <laughs> ever. Or also, nine. also because Michael would have been back. So or yeah, or any other the pre maybe the seasons. I don't know, maybe four or five through yeah seven conflict you know? resolution conflict resolution. Yeah, and it is. It's the second to last episode in the season, so it is yeah getting towards the end. It's I don't know, and it's got a whole bunch of great moments. And we come back to it and be like, you know what? I think I like this more than I thought I did. But yeah, exactly. But yeah, so. but like amongst right now, we're just like. Like they're hitting their stride so well, and 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 it's great because Jan is back now after kind mm-hmm. of a uh, couple episodes off. Yeah, and we haven't seen her. No, so we get her trying to be corporate Jan, but knowing yes. that there's going to be unresolved crap from the yes um, uh, uh, incident with Michael. <laughs> a few, Chili's. <laughs> yeah, it, it happened in the parking lot of the Chili's. She's just never going <laughs> to live that one down no. ever. And, no. and, 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 and yeah, and it's going to be so much worse because we, of course, we now know that when season three hits, yes. there's going to be even more between them, oh, and, yeah. and it really is just going to build and build and build until we get season four, where they're yeah, living an item, and it's <laughs> off the rails. How insane that gets! The but. most dysfunctional item you can think of. Yeah. And did you have a chance to read that article I sent you about the dinner party? Oh yeah, I oh, did. And and, the, and the, the, yeah, the, the oral history of it. Yeah, and that so, was great. I was the only thing I didn't like was they didn't talk to Rain Wilson, and yeah. I was shocked that they didn't get him in, in that article. Yeah, really. But if if uh, if y'all have a chance, go check that out. And who? What was that article from? Uh, Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Cool, yeah. yeah. So that was good. Yeah, yeah. it was a ten year anniversary. Yeah. Um, and and I don't know for some reason that that episode doesn't make me cr- that hardly makes me cringe at all. I just think it's funny. I mean, it doesn't yeah. strike me that way. For I know other people though, they can't handle it. That to me was the toughest episode. Really? I mean, uh, Scott's Tots, of course, is is also very difficult to watch. But yeah, the the dinner party to me because that idea of those relationships falling apart and yeah. falling apart publicly yeah. is just such a awful thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, we've been there. We've seen friends fight over the years and seen those kind of incidents. And then sure. I've been in them myself and that's just, it's just such an awkward yeah. situation on all sides. Oh, God, no, I would have been 
didn't hate to be there. Yeah. So just to be a fly on the wall, maybe maybe I had some comfort there that I didn't care about. Yeah, right. <laughs> but we do. Yeah, and the fact maybe that Jan and Michael were together in the first place, mm-hmm. it seems so implausible to me anyway, and Jan kind of got off, was going off the deep end really at that point. Oh, yeah. Um, if anybody's seen, apparently there was an outtake where she did like purposely run over run over her neighbor's dog. Oh god. But they thought that it would make that that would make the episode too dark. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe even I don't know if no, nah, and I kind of agreed with them. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like it kind of seems like yeah, maybe if she did that, maybe then she would poison Pam. Mhm. You know, Michael's supposed lover. <laughs> but but I mean at the start of this episode, she's um she's as cheery and corporate as yeah. We've ever seen we get that <clears throat> Hearty bowl of jam to start the episode. Well, and and, and it, it just sets up the plot, of course, right off the top, because we've got her separating the girls and boys into yeah. the, their own group, or, or just taking the girls in the conference room, I should say, because yeah. the men are technically just supposed to be doing their work. Exactly. Which is, which is a little... I don't know if they do that. I mean, maybe they do that in other yeah. corporate environments. I'm sure. I guess maybe they do. Yeah. I mean, we. Um, it just seems a little weird to have them separate like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe like so... kind of reminds me of like when you're in fifth grade and they take the girls off. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's I sort mean, of the, and yeah, we get those and Pam jokes about that. Yeah, yeah. our changing bodies. Yeah. yeah, and they don't tell, and, and Michael's obviously paranoid because he knows that they're talking about him. Well, and that's, He's definitely one of the things they're talking about. And I mean, it's framed as, it's really a, a corporate, and, and women in the workplace. Jan talks about how they, they are scouting for women who can be up in the corporate office in New York. Yeah, essentially, that's all it is for. Yeah. Yeah. But also, of course, to acknowledge things like unequal pay or, you know, like, Dressing for a corporate environment. That's true. Or, or uh, you know, sports terms. Yeah. You know, there. I guess there are legitimate... Um, so they are seem to be addressing some diversity issues. Yes. And, 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 I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that all of this came straight out of some other corporate um, training or, or, or even seminar. Or even just Michael. Think about the way that Mr. Black was <laughs> came to speak was because of something Michael did. Yeah, it probably was. I'm sure something... Yeah, maybe he did do something, too. Almost uh, like a way to... I wonder if there was something in that discussion about if you are harassed, how do you report it properly? <laughs> just in case, not saying it would happen, but just in... Michael! You know? <laughs> oh, him stalking. And that, yeah, that, that bit about him hovering in the doorway. Hovering in the doorway, yeah. Him, him just, just walking in. I love, I love Jan's just... What are you doing here? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what, 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 what's going on? Completely, like, just taking over. Like, wait a minute, okay. And and basically, all he really is in there for to make sure that um, uh, a lactation room doesn't come to be because oh, that's what yeah. happened in Albany, and it was, you know, it was uh, disgusting. Well, as he said. that and I mean the idea of that of a lactation room, like that all these women are going to suddenly get get pregnant and, and and need that sort of <laughs> yeah. thing. And then of course, a few minutes later after the cold open, when Dwight makes the comment about them getting on the same cycles, yes. wreaking havoc on the plumbing. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> There's just such like an, a pervasive idea by some of the men in the office that they don't see women as anything other no. than just creatures. Creatures, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. who are yeah, the cause and effect. There's like, mm-hmm. my God, yeah, and that's Dwight's tactile uh, nature coming into play. Well, he's a farmer. Yeah, he he's knows a farmer. about animals. He knows like, <laughs> yeah, he's but, like, they're flocking together. Mm-hmm, this yeah. is going to be bad. And Michael's just clueless. You know? Clueless, and and Jan, you know, you get to see one of her times. She really has to, uh, it, it's you know, assert her authority and say. I'm your boss. No, oh, I he, love that. Michael's like, I'm their boss. Well, I'm, I'm your, your boss. boss. And he's got nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing to reply. Nothing. Nothing. Although, you know what occurred to me, though, is is the lactation room thing. Did he say that happened in Albany? Yes, he did. And we later, in the yes. next episode, will meet who runs Albany. Craigers. Who totally is the kind of guy who would say something like that. <laughs> yes. Oh, I can only imagine what his reaction was to that. His, when we meet Craig next episode, he he's definitely the one who probably jokes around the way Michael does. Pretty much. He's the closest to Michael that we can think of. Yeah. He's sort of in between maybe Packer 
Oh and yeah, Michael, right. Maybe <clears throat> sort of a makes you wonder uh, if Packer once worked in Albany. Yeah, mm. but yeah. Well, his his uh, influence spreads far and wide. <laughs> That's true. Been on the road, like he's he been on the road, man. Yeah, the guy's been kicked out of every uh, strip club. I think that was the joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, he. Yeah, so we can only imagine what what the crazy hijinks that went down in Albany. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, great opening. Yeah, and then uh, of course it sets the tone because Michael is going to immediately decide that he needs to lead the guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's just clap. It was. Oh, I <laughs> so, love that. It's a very only Steve Carell could pull off that kind of uh, scene. Out of that, yeah, clap, clap, and, and yeah. Laugh. They're just trying to set up this idea yeah. that there, there's bonding happening. Oh, there is bond. Yes, and and uh, yeah, because he wants every he wants it to. He's sort of reasserting his own power yeah. in, in his own insane way. Yeah, I think that's very much what it is. And 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 that's that was his. Um, you know, he's not going to be doing any work, so this is his work. Yeah. And uh, basically, Jan's coming in to screw up his family, mm-hmm. and he's going to take pack of the part of the family that is uh, that he has control of at the point. And thank God. Uh, for Dwight and suggesting uh, they go down to the warehouse. Yeah, right. Oh, well, and of course, it's only going to add uh, what's supposed to be this men and women thing is yes. now going to be complicated as he deals. Yes. As he purposely brings up the idea of white collar and blue collar and yes. carries that through almost the entire episode. Yeah, it becomes, it becomes, uh, I shouldn't have touched that. Um, I kind of felt that. Anyway, yeah, it, 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 it reintroduces, yeah, now it's not only gender separated, now it's class. question of class. Yeah. And um, with a little bit of Madge thrown in. Oh, and that's great. And, and and we get a couple of scenes in the office or in the warehouse before Madge speaks up, which is what I love. We do. And and is that our first Madge sighting? Maybe. I don't, I, I'm man, not sure. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because he, I, I'm thinking about it now. He, when he went down to get it, he wanted to get a joke mm-hmm. earlier and <laughs> uh, in the sexual harassment oh, scene. Yeah. And down there, when they start making fun of him, she's one of the people who's making fun of him <laughs> with all the other guys. Mm-hmm. Kind of turning that idea on house. Yeah, so she's been around kind of um, in the in the ether. Yeah, uh, here and there. But uh, of course, he it's it's way too late into his his idea when he finally remembers that. Oh yeah, there's a woman that works in the warehouse too. Right, right. But because she's a warehouse worker, she's essentially a guy to him. Essentially, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he goes like, no, <laughs> should I go? Yeah, he doesn't no, even seem like slightly uh, entertained no. by the idea that she should leave. No, it's, not really. One hundred percent, she should stay in here. All this. She's one of the guys. Yeah. But it's weird how they, not weird, but it's kind of odd a little bit, just how they're sort of reintroducing. It feels mm-hmm. like an earlier episode again. Yeah. And it might have been shot earlier, for well, all I know. And they have essentially introduced the warehouse three times now. Yeah. Because they did in the season one, they did it earlier in season two. Yeah. And now here we are again. And, again. and this time, too, I think what's, what makes it even weirder is the fact that Michael speaks to the camera. Yes. Like, pan around. You know, you yes. want yeah, here's Daryl. Mm-hmm. He's the foreman. Who we've met before. Yeah, by the way. Who, Roy, Roy <laughs> who we've been following all season. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> who is this again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah engaged to Pam. Mm-hmm. They're going to be married sometime this summer. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Whatever. We okay. were there when he proposed again. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, and what we what we did learn is Michael is, um, you know, the warehouse is one of his main duties. And he hasn't been there in months. He hasn't been there in months. Yeah. 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 Downstairs. He's so glad. Like, this all worked out so perfectly for him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Downstairs. And I, uh, just, for any of you out there, I don't know how y'all, what you're all, uh, what's your, op- what's your knowledge of um, Lost was mm-hmm. before you saw this episode, but I did not know what Dwight was talking about. Well, and I, I remembered this. when they met the others, and it, there was a... 
the way that this whole episode is framed with Michael is like taking them down into the strange different place. Yes. It's a world teeming with sweat right. and life. <laughs> life. 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 <laughs> it's like a miracle of yeah, life. Like he doesn't understand how oh, the these bowels. Guys, yeah, the bowels <laughs> the of the bowels office. Bowels of the office. <laughs> We're all the Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I was wondering that when I finally did watch Lost, mm-hmm. and I was sort of trying to see, like, <laughs> wait, did they shoot it a certain way? Because, like, when you get into the warehouse in this episode, it's sort of a montage of yeah. things are going on. And yeah, they, they, moving, the camera looks and there's all the stuff happening Yeah, down the stuff there. happening. Like, I was like, okay, wait, are they, like, moving stuff around? Like, I couldn't remember. It's yeah. been too long since I watched it. Lost, no, that see, is. no, I mean, I, I think yeah. there's some scenes where there's stuff happening, but I mean, because that was the thing about the others was they were running a pretty tight-knit society. Yes, they were. And they had, you know, people who had jobs and stuff. So, I mean, I'm sure That's there was true. an element so of that. So there's something but... like that. Hey, you know, you had a you had a fully functioning warehouse yeah. until the terrorist Michael comes in. <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs> and you, t- you think about that first scene where Dwight's on the stairs and we look into the office. And then the last scene is Michael's leaving the office. Yes. And just what a nightmare it's oh, become. Oh, God. I feel so bad for those guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Poor Daryl. Like, yeah. It made me just that much happy that he do be, he does become like a millionaire by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we can assume yeah. with athlete or whatever. Yeah, but um, yeah, like. Where am I? The, my and of course, uh, when all the guys do go down to the office, Toby stays behind. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. And you know, with all this um, uh, making a murderer thing going on oh, with yeah. Toby, maybe he was out Scranton strangling. I don't know. Well, he, the way he looks at the camera and just kind of closes the door and has his, his finger up, like shh. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, that guy, that guy looks shady. Yeah, he's going somewhere. <laughs> we don't see him the rest of the episode. God knows what he's doing, and then exactly. the whole time, yeah, he might <laughs> just left early. I haven't watched that. Have you? Like the no, not yet. The, some fan, I guess, put together yeah. some. Yeah. I don't Shows no. how Toby's the strangler. That's another thing the Facebook groups are all over. Oh, I bet they're yeah, they're all over. And somehow I'm just like, ah, no, uh, no, like, no. Of course not. Sorry, milk toast murder mystery Wait. Toby. No, <laughs> we here at the Quad P just don't really care. Growing a mustache for prostate cancer Toby. No, <laughs> no. Creeping out Nelly Toby. No, no. He's just he's just that weird of a guy. Yeah, and he doesn't have a real family. <laughs> Well, exactly. He doesn't even have his own family. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just has HR, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But also in this, um, we get uh, what could have been maybe an ugly scene between Roy and Jim. And and Kevin sets it up great. He with does. The, I bet Roy heard about you yeah. liking Pam, but he's going to try to beat you up. Oh, God. These are men in their 30s. <laughs> you know? Maybe early 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? You know. Beat you up. Yeah, yeah like, you can hear that like on the play. I mean, they may as well just be on a playground. Yeah. Basically, and I, and and uh, Roy, it's it's so funny just kind of looking back on it how he doesn't really do anything wrong, or, or like he doesn't really he kind of tries to come across as the as a good guy, like Roy. Yeah, Roy. I mean, yeah. kind of the way you know. I mean, when he says to Jim, and he's like, you know, I'm great. She has. I'm glad she has someone to talk to. Someone she gets home. She's like, bah, 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 you know. And then Jim's comeback is perfect, by the way. I like talking to her, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all do. Well, we see that uh, again when they're when Michael's trying to have them do that gripe session. Oh, God. And Roy talks oh. about, oh, I hate when women want you to take them out to restaurants all the time. Yeah. And then you're like, we're going to go on a date date. Yeah. And Jim just looks so upset during that yeah. scene. Because yeah. you figure he all he wants to do is take her on a date date. That's it. Just you know? once. Yeah. Just once would be amazing. And I mean, and I, that's you know such an interesting thing they've built there, the idea that Roy can be bored of her in ways. And yeah. all Jim wants is her. Well, so. I mean, they were a high school couple. Yeah. But I love, I love my, and Michael's little contribution to that when he's trying to get all the guys together. Like, you know, sometimes we even like the same girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the cameras are right on top of that. And yep. both of their, both of their faces are basically the same. And yeah. Especially Roy. He's really great. He's <laughs> like, 
um, okay. Yeah, like really, we're gonna make this a thing? Yeah, yeah. make it a thing. But you know, they keep it they keep it civil. Yeah, you know, until Michael uh, inadvertently almost starts a, a coup. Yeah. Oh, oh, of course. Office. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Unionization like, of the Scranton branch. Well, and that's that's another thing too. Is is I mean, he's essentially he's already made the colorblind joke. Colorblind. He's talked about the differences in these two groups of people. Yeah. So that when he's trying to unite them, yeah. You know about how they're all just against the chicks. Yeah. And Daryl's not having it. No. You know, we we you know we you say we work hard. We make very le- yeah. much a lot less than you do. You know. Yeah. He really transitions that easily. Mm-hmm. You know, we get a lot less compensated, which yeah. as we find out later on is not exactly not true, the case yeah. at all. It's makes that scene a lot more funnier too. Oh yeah. But, you know, at the time and gets that car Roy, you know, gets that car out of the truck and 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 Michael mm-hmm. just with his you know, he just he can't be the bearer of bad news yeah. whatsoever at all. Oh, well, you know, I mean, he's trying to uh No, no, he's trying to he's trying to revere it. He's trying to swerve it back to yeah. no, the problem's gotta, the chicks. Got to blame the, the chicks. chicks. Yeah. No. And then, no, and then and then Daryl with the welcome to the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and then he holds up his hand, Michael, Go, Mike, Michael. and and Mike. The way his arm, if you ever see it, the way his arm looks, he's just sort of like looking at the camera, just kind of like oh yeah, he's some got twelve his, year old like he okay. drops his head, you know, yeah, okay. tell he's he realized he's caused a problem. <laughs> oh, has he caused a problem? Yeah, which um, which which in turn makes him oh. turn to his only option. And that scene with Jan oh, is so good. Man. Well, they, first off, the way Michael barges in the him. in the conference room again. Yes. And he says, Sam's ladies, tie. ladies, take a breather. <laughs> and then he looks over at Pam immediately, like like she's sitting too close, where he just squeezed in between her and Jan. <laughs> can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he has he has no no he doesn't. And then care. even that can I help you? He's got no power over her because he immediately just turns back to Jan to talk to Nothing. her again. No, exactly. He's like he's not going to enforce this. Can I help you? He's no, just he trying didn't. to. No, he's p- just. Please don't sit so close to me. Is essentially what he's saying. He's more or less begging her to not be here because this is going to suck. You know. Right. Well, and it's and it's asinine because it's more like um like our privacy. Yeah. Well, there's like four other women right there. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Sure. They're not going to hear anything. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But that whole. But yeah, how how Michael and like they already have an awkward, obviously, situation going on between the two of them. Yeah. And then the power struggle gets even worse when there's a hint of a union. Mm-hmm. And oh, and and then the little back and forth where, uh, and the he, he tells Jan what happened, and she goes off, and he's like, "Don't get hysterical." Yeah. <laughs> and then. When then she starts telling him what he has to do, yeah. he starts getting all heated. He starts getting all hysterical, and like, yeah, he talks to her slow, and she's like, and then she talks to him slow, and she says, and he says, "Don't talk to me like that." Yeah, don't, don't, don't. And then uh, the guy can't handle anything, and she has to turn on him now. Who's being hysterical? Exactly. Now who's being hysterical? And finally, the way that she is just biting every last word. That why don't you tell me what, <laughs> what the, good... the pros and cons are? Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, we learned something in this episode. Don't try to form a union. Oh yeah, that, that's <laughs> and that's that, that. And I mean, that's a you know, of course, a real world issue. It that really is a real world. Deal and deal in the wiki, there is they do talk about that. There was a union. Um, like a union rep who, uh, I guess they, they obviously noticed the episode. This was a pretty popular show at the time. Yeah. And I, I don't think they had glowing things to say about it because it doesn't, you know, it definitely goes against their case of trying to organize. Yeah. But, um, well, and it, it doesn't really, I mean, it's, it, it is, it's not a news program. It's not meant to be like no. a factional show. No. So of course there was stuff about the fact that corporate attempting to close down a branch because of unionizing would of course be a bad thing. Of course. You know, essentially a way of saying, no, screw your workers rights exactly. and do it our way or the highway. Exactly. And that's what unions hope to prevent. Yep. So, but Shan, Jan shuts that down. Um, yeah. And 
quite think, effectively. And and for the story for what it is, this is not going to be a story about Daryl unionizing and seeing what happens. This is a story no. about a funny show about an office. Exactly. About a jackass yeah. uh, manager who can't handle uh, managing anybody. Exactly. Just about, yeah. you know, even, even the... Um, you know, well, I guess there. I guess everybody's underneath him, as he said. He's in charge of the warehouse too, right? But no. And you gotta, you gotta remember too. Like this is not later in later seasons. We'll see an effort to really humanize Michael and to make him lovable. Sure. These early seasons just brought out his worst qualities. They and did. Did it to the tenth level. It, it did to the tenth level, and the only thing he could ever do to redeem himself was either get them drunk or get them food. Yeah. And in this episode, we go with the food, food option. Yeah. Yes. And we learn that, um, shocker, black people like pizza. Who knew? I don't really? know. But I, don't I know. and I think that's it's one nuts. of those things that's too funny. Obviously, you know, all people, everyone likes pizza who likes pizza, no matter what they look like, right? You know, some people do, some people don't. It's got nothing to do with stuff like race. But you can see in that p- scene where he gets the pizza from the guy and he says, you know, rich people like pizza, poor people like pizza, white people like pizza, black people. And you can see that moment where it's almost like he's thinking, have I ever seen a black person eat pizza? <laughs> and, and and immediately wondering, is there some kind of cultural issue there? So he asked the Asian guy yeah. who's delivering the pizza. <laughs> Now the representative of all minorities. Evidently, yes, the melting pot yeah. of, of, of sorts. No, so. that makes no sense. And but. then, of course, the next scene you see Patrice O'Neill chowing down. Oh, chowing down. Yeah, chowing down. And Michael Rest just gives you that. Yes, they do. Yep, yep, yep. Almost yep. like a De Niro nod, you know, <laughs> yep, with the way he yep. scrunches up his face, you know. That's good. That's a good. Right? Oh, good. I like that one. Yes. Man. <laughs> he doesn't, um, I don't know. It's so funny. Well, we'll, uh, we'll take a minute to give you a chance to warm up a slice of pizza and let you hear an ad from our sponsors. And we'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. And we've talked a lot about Pam in the meeting. uh, But also, you've got Phyllis, Angela, um, Kelly, uh, Kelly, Mindy Kaling, uh, doing a great job. Kelly, the dark horse of this episode, I think. Yeah. Well, because so many little standout moments, like when she talks about... um, Uh, what is it where she, what would she, when they're talking about the sports metaphors? Yeah, the sports metaphors. Yeah, uh, getting to second base. And does that mean that he closed the deal? Or, uh, and as Jan fumbles, <laughs> Kelly gives that wink to the camera. Oh, such a wink. You know, and that's the thing is, is we, of course, as viewers, know that there's all this weird intertangled history with Michael and Jan because of the parking lot of the Chili's. Yes. But Kelly's letting us know that, oh, they all know that too. Oh, they all know that too. Yeah. And you can actually, you can hear her in the background when, I think it's when, Pam is coming out to talk to Jim. Yeah. And you can hear Kelly, if you see on the closed caption, she's saying, like, as Michael told everyone about, or like, oh. we all heard about it. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's, it's like just kind of in the beer shot. So, yeah, he told everybody. Everybody and, knows. And and Kelly being the, the office gossip as she is, something they're really oh, yeah. establishing at this point, yeah. is, is the perfect character because she's been shown as someone who doesn't care. She'll talk about anything. Exactly. And she plays it just so perfectly where she kind of, she could play dumb and get away with it. Yeah. Like an innocence to it. And all. an innocence. And, and, and Jan at that point, no, she's not dealing with the biggest brain trust in the world, but mm-hmm. she would also at the same time, she's trying to protect her reputation. Yeah. Even though it's in shambles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a, uh, it's um it's a lost cause. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. But yes, I love, I love, um, I love her uh, contributions, and Angela really, she has some great moments, or that one great moment, where she, she kind of reminds me of, um, oh god, I'm watching The Handmaiden's Tale. Okay. She kind of, as soon as she, the part where she looks at Jan, like, basically says, and what I think Jan aspires to be is to be a whore. Yeah. And just that. Just shaking her head, it's like you remind me of those women. You just you just want everybody to be because she's looking up. At, she's she's wearing a skirt. She's wearing a skirt and short, uh, and, and and stockings. Yeah, and oh, and her shirts like 
definitely oh, yeah it's a little like it's a little open. top button unbuttoned yeah you know? top button unbuttoned but it's not like super revealing i mean no it, no, it's no, definitely, no 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 uh, it's 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 your ally mcbeal yeah uh, the ally mcbeal <laughs> woman who's at a crossroads yeah was that in a i mean that i was like okay i don't um i never really watched ally mcbeal yeah. Well, I think the whole idea was that she was... Was that an out-of-date reference from Michael, I just guess? Just a couple years. A couple years, Not right? too bad. It was a little late. I don't know quite when the run of Ali McBeal was on. We'll look Me it up. Neither. But Me neither. Me uh, neither. But it's sort of like coming from him. He was. He didn't really know what he was talking about. He was like, I've read about this. And... Oh, yeah. That's the idea of a, of a, of a working woman the doing working, her thing. Yeah, was, a working woman. A couple years old. The show went off the air in 2002. Okay, so from, yeah. From so, 97 to 02. Okay, so by then it was... Yeah, it was definitely kind of... A little dated, yeah. But I mean, the, 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 I mean, the, the idea was essentially the same. It was still, it was still happening, obviously. Yeah. But um, and that was that was a semi-recent idea of a prominent corporate woman, right? You know, I guess she was an attorney, I believe, with Nellie McCall. Well, and, and and Jan's, um, it's sort of. I was reading when I was reading the uh, backstory on the dinner party. It was. Uh, God, who played Jan? Jesus. Uh, Harden. Yeah, Harden's t- talking about Jan and how mm-hmm. years of corporate existence had kind of taken away her femininity um, just the way she was because she was so hard. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, I kind of thought that was interesting. Like, oh, yeah, well, we're just watching this Boys and Girls and she's talking. She's like a female day and stuff. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Simple, simpleton standpoint. I thought that was interesting. But uh, when Angela is talking about how she's in the most healthy relationship of her life. Mm-hmm. And they're showing her and Dwight meeting at meeting at a doorway and oh, yeah. just turning around like nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. That's just perfect. Well, and the whole idea that uh, she's the head of accounting, yeah, the head of accounting, <laughs> and, and that she is Professional in woman, yeah, <laughs> she's getting nothing out of this. Mm-hmm. And then all they're doing, everyone else is, they're just talking about their material needs and wants yeah you know um kelly wants the she doesn't want to she wants an suv she's not schlepping kids around in a minivan no not like meredith suv with three rows of seats yeah three rows yeah <laughs> they're all they're all they all love the idea of a walk-in closet walk-in closet even pam talks about the house with the terrace that's right know? the terrace yeah. yeah oh and i love with her with the the husband that i love <laughs> Roy, <laughs> as an afterthought, you know, like, like oh, yes. oh yeah, I, I do have a guy, you know. Oh yeah, him, yeah. Other than the other guy, I kind of look at a lot during the day. Yeah, he's kind of nice too. And um, yeah. I was in Phyllis with uh, her. Who's like, I love girl talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> they all kind of, they all sort of do miss the point. I think of what's. They definitely all read into it what they want. They read into it know? what they want, but yeah. Jan doesn't really. She's not. Getting out there, like you know, really, what this is all about is we're trying to see if there's. But and maybe she's right because naturally, you know, maybe Phyllis and Kelly and yeah. Angela and Pam aren't quite a fit for no, corporate. Not quite. None of them are really trying to be a corporate star. Uh, maybe uh, Angela is the head of accounting. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if that quite. But I gets her on that that track. But I, I do love how in later seasons they do try to make Kelly uh, a corporate executive in a way. Yeah. And, right. And, you know, she fails with flying colors. Oh, but she but she is uh what what, what is she the, the the boss bitch? No. She, the, oh, the, I don't know. I remember. Just, I just remember the I, I just remember the when Gabe asks her, so what are your flaws? And she's like, I don't I have, have any, any asshole. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. She, she really had her moments. But they all you know, all their shenanigans. Well, and then we do get a little bit about talking about Pam wanting to draw. Yeah. And Phyllis even says that she's really good. She's really good. And, you know, it's nice to see Phyllis sort of in a supporting... Um, yeah. Because uh, going back to the groups we've been, we've been watching, there was somebody who started a 
uh, who posted that Phyllis was like, she was like a real bitch. And she can, she is super catty. Yeah. They bring that out. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of noticed that, oh, hey, here's an example where she was actually kind of mm-hmm. being supportive. Yeah. Even Jan's more supportive in that same scene where, you know, where she says there's a million reasons. There's oh, yeah. a million reasons we cannot do something. Well, and I think that's, Jan also seems to jump on it as the one thing she can get anyone in this group to actually grow from. You're right. Exactly. You know? She's been searching for any kind of thing to push anyone forward. Anything. Yeah. And, and, something that she can take back to corporate and say, we might have a potential here for yeah. somebody who can advance and do something else. And an art internship might be it. Yep. And of course, um, Pam, you know, tries to talk her out of it, but eventually takes the pamphlet. Takes the pamphlet. Only to have Roy. And, mm. and again, that's another thing, too. We've been talking about the relationship between men and women throughout this whole episode. Mm-hmm. And now we have the scene towards the end where Roy's essentially talking her out of this internship. Yeah, with no word or with no with no audio. Yeah. And you know, but you don't, that, that, was, that was well done because you don't need the audio. Mm-hmm. And um, Oh, the body language, the just body. the way he's talking at her, the way she's just sort of like not yeah. responding. I yeah. mean, there's... She's very passive. And there's a lot that's said in that scene. She had already made it up in her. She had already doubted it a hundred times. She just needed yeah. that one person. I wonder mm-hmm. who that could be to give her the confidence. Yeah. To actually go for and do it, and we already saw it before she talked to Roy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a certain uh, Jimothy Halpert. Yeah. Said, "It's great. Well, and, I think and, you should do it." Yeah, and he's not. He's not even doesn't even have to hear the whole thing. He just sees it's something she's excited about and encourages it. Yeah. You know, and and again, this is just another example of how the the writers are really showing us the possibility of what he wants to bring to the table what she would respond well to mm-hmm. and what is unfulfilling that she already has and that that's doesn't right. seem encouraging of her goals that's right you know it's um which yeah. you know and then for people that have been in real relationships like that that's mm-hmm. a really difficult thing it you is know? a difficult thing so and people who grow up you know and and like how pam and roy yeah. they had been together for so long mm-hmm. and had had gotten to that certain point where they were just comfortable yeah and and the idea of and any idea of of her advancing or putting their relationship in some some sort of jeopardy where it wasn't just the norm was just threatening yeah at that point to yeah. Roy. so i mean you can see it from all sorts of sides well and that's that's a very yeah. common stereotype the idea of a guy who's not gonna who who discourages the change and growth in a relationship that's true. And that's, they're often that's that's something a lot of women and, and some men have had to deal with mm-hmm. as well you know yeah. it's yeah. it's uh, unfortunate but yeah well, there's a there's, there's just such a power imbalance i think in that relationship that yeah you know that's why uh, Pam couldn't watch the end. Couldn't watch the documentary because she knew she could have been so much happier, like she said. Exactly. And this was a part of that. And we have to. Um, this is. I think this is the first time we have to be subject, subjected to seeing Pam cry on yeah. the camera. Yeah, and that's uh, a tough scene where she tough scene. she essentially has to like admit to the recording crew that she isn't going to have any of the things that a little yeah. earlier in the day she was saying she was going to have or, or aiming for. Yeah. You know? And she's even um, her her rational her rationalization rationalization about it is kind of, you know, it's kind of far-fetched and just, it's like, oh, they don't even have houses like that in Scranton. You know, she's kind of mm-hmm. making up yeah. reasons at that point just just to, just to you know, not rock the boat anymore. Essentially doing what Jan said. There's always a million reasons exactly. why you can't. Exactly, always, yeah. and she's following every one of them that she can. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then and then the confrontation with Jim, which is actually, being a nitpick nerd right now, yeah. uh, is out of sync because technically all the guys are still supposed to be down in the warehouse. Oh yeah, point. he popped back he up. He pops back reason. up. Yeah. yeah, he pops back up. Now maybe he was up there. They were talking earlier, but he was taking a break, and I think he went back downstairs. Anyways, yeah. um, their hot fire uh, exchange mm-hmm. uh, definitely one of the most honest um, interactions I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, in a in a comedy show slash a dramedy, I guess you could say the way she snaps on him. It all feels very yeah. natural. And then yeah. that that was that's again it's just one more example of how they can go in and out from com- yeah. crazy comedy to 
um, straight drama and honest, difficult conversations. Yeah. And that's what you get. Um, and he really does care about her. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've read, I think I read in one of the Wikipedia uh, descriptions that, I mean, they deemed it that he was, he was um, selfish about it when he, when he kind of confronted her about, you know, you got to take a chance on something. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, I guess in a way, maybe it is selfish. Maybe he is sort of looking at his own. Yeah, who is he? you know that's there's a real issue. Who's he there. really serving there? Who's he to tell her that she's never taken a chance? Sure. Does he know her well enough? Does he know everything that's going on in her life? Yeah. I mean, where he can say you're really not comfortable with your choices. Yeah. You know, yeah. I and mean, maybe it is you know kind of pig-headedly. And and to say, do you want to be a receptionist your whole life? Some people are receptionists their whole life, and yeah. they're very happy. You they know? are. It's, yeah. It's, right. That's there was a lot of mm-hmm. I don't know privilege or something there that he he may have exhibited that he <laughs> I, didn't need to. Yeah, maybe so. And then maybe by that point, just it was. I mean, the will they won't the thing was really maybe starting to take its toll on him. Yeah, sure. And he's really kind of pushing the envelope here and there. Well, he's also spent the whole episode hearing Roy complain about her, mm. hearing Michael talk about them as some kind of Brangelina and celebrating them. Right. I mean, he's got to he be sick bogus. of Roy and Pam by this point. <laughs> he's sick you know. of the Ram. Yeah, the Ram thing. You know? <laughs> or the poi, whatever you want to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, uh... But, uh, and, you know... But that's another. But you know, their their friendship is so strong that it, it can survive that kind of. Yeah, you but know. those little fights. I mean, that's the thing that the writers are doing with us here is we mm. are getting into not only this will they won't they, but will they even get to have a will they won't they? Yeah. Is. Oh no! Is this a fight? Yeah. Are they not going to like each other anymore? I know. And I was so the first time I watched this through, I was so sensitive to them staying friends or mm-hmm. like not being mad at each other or anything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know why. I I don't know cuz they were just so perfect together, I guess. And that's part of it. Is you really you wanted them to succeed. You wanted them to have some kind of happy ending. Yeah. And every time they fought, you had to go, "Oh crap. Is this going to be Oh god. You know? No, no, no. I don't want to I don't want to see them fight." Like, yeah. And it's funny as you watch the if you if you're like us and keep watching the series over and over again, I think my, at least for me, it kind of went away from that. And I ended up focusing more on Dwight and Angela. Yeah. Uh, eventually, like sure. they kind of became, cause I knew what happened with Jim and Pam. So yeah. I kind of, you kind of reevaluate the other characters and their relationships and you see, oh, okay. Well, because especially at this point, uh, Dwight and Angela are going to be a much slower burn. Yeah. I mean, Jim and oh, Pam were going to have a, burn of all. an answer in another two seasons, you know? Yeah, that's but true. Dwight and Angela, we won't see that resolution until the very, very end. So. No. <laughs> Buckle up, folks. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's one of the interesting things about the writing is is the writers seem to sort of have to kind of steer us back to Dwight and Angela later. Because, yeah, later on, yeah. You know, it's it's... Things start out simple. We start out with just this Jim and Pam is the relationship. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just sort of building off that. Mm-hmm. And later they realize that they have to pull more from it because after four or five seasons, they need more show. Yeah. You know, so they're, 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 you'll see some storylines that I don't feel are quite as organic as Jim and Pam. Right. But still work, you know? Right. And I think Dwight and Angela is one of them. Right. Like, I don't know that they ever... I don't know if in season two the writers thought uh, Angela and Dwight will end up together. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was predetermined either. I kind yeah. of uh, I say it's fifty fifty. Yeah, agreed. I think maybe they thought maybe they thought well, yeah, it could happen. Yeah, we'll just see what happens because but, you just don't know. And and you know, still we're getting a lot of the like. Even though she mentions that relationship, we get the Dwight stuff in this episode is Dwight moments. It's Dwight against Michael moments. <laughs> yes. You know, and, he has his own little just jabs here and there and. Yeah, it's his his moments. It's very um, I don't know. He's sort of like peppered in amongst mm-hmm. the episode. Yeah, Even they if, haven't really had him dominate an episode in a while. You know? No, they haven't. He but he gets the very last laugh with the snow angel. Oh yeah, and, and 
<laughs> yeah, he's definitely. But it's it's like he's early Dwight in this one. That's why I think it was um it was definitely um it, it seems like it was shot earlier. Yeah, he just looks younger. I can just kind of I'll just judge how Rain Wilson looks in every episode, and I can tell. Yeah, how uh, early in the season early it was. <laughs> he was still wearing that green shirt. Oh yeah. Like I think he went away. I think he was straight. Yellow comes he wasn't later. straight mustard yellow all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like Pam. What color? What color? What color how, how how yellow is his shirt or whatever it is? <laughs> what color mustard is his shirt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you know, this one's all over the place. It's um. But we get good moments from uh, Ryan, from Stanley. Um, oh God, Stanley, dropping some knowledge on us. Uh-huh. I mean, I I remember that quote to this day because i've been in situations similar to this that this is a run out the clock situation just like upstairs uh-huh. <laughs> and that's so great too and, and ryan you see him ryan's trying to do anything and and, and that's yeah. making an assembly line is just ryan's own way of trying to work out this damn clock he's but. just yeah yeah well he's he's trying to deal on his own way yeah although i mean it is sort of it's kind of uh, the youth, like, hey, we could do it this way better. Like, yeah. That way, like, wait. Old man's no, no, just no, like, no, leave no. me alone. This is pointless. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> and then not only do we have to – so so Pam, we have to weather her tears. And we also kind of weather Daryl's tears a little bit. Oh, the whole damn episode. <laughs> just breaking his spirit. <laughs> breaking know? his spirit the whole time. And how they got to the point where Michael when he's is, on the la- is, is on the ladder, ladder – and they're letting him be on the ladder with the big white... With the packing peanuts. The packing peanuts. Over the just, fan. Hey, you ever seen this before? Merry Christmas, <laughs> devil! Get on your ski boots! <laughs> I, I don't know. I think they just given up by that point, yeah. maybe. I'm not sure. And then they let him back on the lift. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was an even bigger lift. I think it was more of like a full-on forklift. I think it was. And and he's yeah. he's picked up the row of shelves <laughs> and he's just waving it around. This thing is the size of a room itself, essentially. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So so now you can understand later on why he didn't touch the baler. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Daryl said I could touch the baler because it's my last day. No. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing about that, and you, you hit it right on the head, the fact that if Daryl had just taken a picture and sent it to corporate, yes. Michael would be gone. Yes. I mean, this was such a yes. clear, dangerous situation. It could have been like, aha, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. Like, let's just take take the photo. This is what your regional manager did. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And then he gave us pizza to make yeah. us feel better. <laughs> Which he wasn't even sure we'd eat. <laughs> yes, by the way. Yeah, but, yeah. It's kind of just a it's a disaster. It wasn't over, <laughs> as mm-hmm. Daryl said, and uh, I'm sure. No, nah, I don't know. He he did. Uh, I'm not sure if they ever did get their revenge or anything. But uh, no, but he tries, he tries it with a Michael. This isn't over. This isn't over. Yeah. He, he does. He does make him look like a jackass eventually with, with the with the whole depression thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you live in Cush, Cushy. Yeah. Great episode. Yeah. Great episode, everybody. I don't know if I missed anything. I don't know if there's uh, anything else we want to say. Did we miss anything? There's so, there's, there's so much uh, goes on in here, but I don't... Um, no, yeah, I think we got I the think we just about everything. Yeah. And of course, if we miss something that you want to talk about, send us an email yeah. to p4podcast at gmail.com. That is not a real email address. Or, or you can just leave a comment in the episode. There you go. You right there to. on Facebook. I don't know. You can tell, you can tell us anything. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. Right there on the Facebook. 
Yeah, but I'll lead off final thoughts. Yeah, uh, please. Like we said, great episode and a great season and a great time for the show. Yes. Um, everyone's uh, great star uh, performances. You, we don't mm-hmm. see any Oscar really. No. We don't see. Um, no. Kevin's got some good moments. Yeah. Um, upstairs, uh, you know, we to- talked about Phyllis and Angela. Toby has the one moment where he's yeah. just, you know he just disappears for this episode and goes kill people or something. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But... Patrice O'Neill doesn't do much, but he's no. great. Damn it, Michael! That's uh-huh. what he says. Yeah. Uh, he's great. Yeah. Like I kind of, I still wonder what would happen if he'd stayed around the whole time. Yeah, I wish, definitely wish we could have had more of him in the I know. show and it's on too, Earth. Too so. Yeah, yeah, I and know. on Earth, it would have been nice. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. what do you think? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, um, it was a tour de force, I think, for Melora Hardin and Jan Le- as Jen Levinson. Yes, great return to the show. For uh, her. Great return, just she runs the gamut of emotions in this show so well. Um, and, and it sets up for the, for the next, um, our next upcoming episode, uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the more, in how she's going to be an essential part of this, this story going forward. Yeah. She's not just going to run away. Yeah. Um, she's great. I, I love the gym. I love the Jim and Pam. Like I'll say a lot of time, I, I don't, I kind of get annoyed by the whole Jim and Pam. Um, yeah kind of like annoyance you know eventual like kind of like oh you know like they have a annoyance with each other or something you know hits a wall but this is legi- this was a legitimate um disagreement discussion and argument yeah that i think really pushed forward um their relationship because at the end we have the we have the shot of jim just at his desk kind of looking over at pam as she answers the just phone kind of yeah. resign kind of like a say la vie kind of look like you know it's just this is what it's going to be. And then he looks down and she looks back over at him mm-hmm. and there's a whole bunch in that look. Yeah. Uh, and it's not all bad. Uh, no. In fact, it's probably pretty good. And I think it's planting the seeds for what we'll see in, yeah. in the future. I think, you know, I think she had a sobering uh, moment maybe there after answering that call. Yeah. Which so. who knows, which is why, you know, we will see her go to New York for the art internship. We will. We will. And they do play that out Yeah, and it doesn't work out. No. Spoiler alert. Uh Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. But, Keep watching. Exactly. So, great A-plus episode, as most of these are in this awesome season, too. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. All right. And, and the warehouse was awesome, too. Yeah, great to spend some time yeah. down there, even if it was yeah, our third glad. third meeting of everybody. <laughs> yeah. I love to re-meet everybody in the warehouse. Yeah. You keep reintroducing me to everybody yeah. over and over and yeah. over again. Maybe we can re-meet them again in season three. Like, was it the writers? Like, I, I don't know. Be... <laughs> I think, honestly, I bet the viewership was just skyrocketing with each episode, so they probably just figured they had to just reintroduce every time they could. Well, that's as good an explanation I think yeah. we'll find. Because right about this point in the show, this show is just taking off like fire. Yeah, it really so, was. It's quickly becoming one of the most watched shows in America. Yep. So. Yep. Cultural icon. Oh, yeah. Yep. And that's why we're glad you guys were here with us so we could go through it all again. We'll do it again next week. You Brian, we'll see you again. See you again. Thank you so much. My pleasure, man. And thank you guys for listening to the People Persons Paper Podcast. My name is Hilton Price, and on behalf of my co-host, Brian Sittler, Yo. next time... We're going to get a New York slice. Yes. Let's kick it. Yo, what is it? <laughs> Yo, 213. Two, no, I, I don't know. VIP. VIP. Let's kick it. Under the pressure. Exactly. Exactly.